You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Jonathan in Texas, hello. I listen on the Internet, and I've listened on the archives quite a bit. You have. And I have uh, used the meditation exercise for, oh, I guess about seven or eight months. And I've begun my journey towards uh, awakenness, as I call it. Good, good. And I've come across a question that I think I know the answer to, but I'd like to get uh, Uncle Roy's opinion. If I All right, fire away. Uh, is it possible to use aggression sometimes in this world without being resentful and angry? In other words, yes, yes. sometimes I have found that, that uh, overlooking and being outspoken with firmness, kindness, and patience doesn't always get the job done. Sometimes I agree. I, find I agree. Yeah, you, you, you have to almost uh, to, to raise your voice. And I've noticed something else, that when you do that, it almost it wakes up the other person. It does, yeah. yes. You've, you've discovered a great truth. <laughs> and, and when you, it's almost, I know uh, when my teachers used to do that to me when I was a young man, uh, it, it would wake me up. It would wake Absolutely. me up out of my fantasy world. Long enough for me to realize that oh, I'm in a I'm in a desk. I'm in a okay. Desk. Let me give an example of that. Yes. I'll give you a simple example. Uh, kids, time to go to bed, and they keep they keep doodling and drawing. Uh, kids, oh, can't we stay up a little longer? I just got to you know, just want to you know eat my ice cream. I said, time to go to bed. There's resistance. All of a sudden, okay. And I, I pull myself up to my full height, and they run up the scared stairs, all laughing as if a monster was behind them. You see what I mean? <laughs> Go to bed, you know. And I'd run up the stairs, and it's a stimulation of love, yes, of and strength. There's no resentment. There's, there's no, no resentment, resentment and the kids know no it. Anger. Where you're angry and say you lose your temper and do the same thing, it has an entirely different effect. But yeah. you have to get strong with the customer. Because you know, my son in the real estate business, he, but he, he doesn't do so much anymore. But he's selling selling um, a business. He's selling a business, and and there's two people: one a rich man, and and then there's a friend with him. And the friend was saying, mm, you, know, you know, this place is not worth it. So he turns to this man who's a friend of the rich, the man is buying it. He says, "I don't like you." He says, "What do you mean you don't like me?" He says, well, you're trying to talk this man out of it. You're a bureaucrat. I've dealt with bureaucrats all, your, all my life. This man's a self-made man. See, and he goes on, and uh, he, when he spoke to me, it was the funniest dialogue in the whole world, and, the, and the, the customer, the buyer, just cracked up. He was so firm and so strong. The reason why this, this man makes his own decision, he doesn't listen to bureaucrats like you. I, I can't imitate what he did, but it cracked me up when he related the story to me. He is so strong in his dealing with the people, firm and to the point. Yes. yes. See? Yes, I, I've noticed that uh, when you're dealing with bureaucrats or, or customer service agents, uh, you can't cringe. You, you, can't you have cringe. to raise cane a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, to get their attention. Well, and, but, uh, but the answer but, to your question, I don't think I answered the question very yes. well with my examples weren't that good. But yes, you're right. You have to be strong. You have to raise your voice sometimes, yes. you know, yes. and, and, and with strong, firm conviction, make your point. Yes. But 
but it isn't. But it, the, most people don't have that strength of conviction without being angry. And, very, and, and what is worse, they let little things go by because they haven't got, are not angry enough to, to do what they have to do. So they have to work up a good head of steam before they get mad. And when they get mad and do something, it's the wrong way at the wrong time. Yeah, I've noticed I did that in the past, but the more I've been going through the meditation exercise, I find that when I do it, uh, there's no anger, there's no resentment, and there's, there's a lot more results. Exactly. Well, and most of the time, you don't have to raise your voice. Most of the time, you don't yes. have to raise your voice. It could be, excuse me, but you're out of order kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You don't have to use that tone of voice on me. <laughs> Follow that? Yes. And that's it. It's like it's, they, they, come into a, they come into a brick wall. They don't know how to deal with it. And there's no meanness in it. There's a shudder in them when they realize they're out of order. And you make them. And, and you turn the whole tables on them. But not because you're manipulating them. Because you're right, and you have you have a good at heart for both of you. Okay. There are lots of manipulators in the world that you deal with that way, and you can turn it back turn it back on them, and you can win the day, and they have respect for you. But if you if you if you if you cringe, they don't. Yes. Well, that that answers my question. All right then. You hear, the tone, you, you hear the tone of my voice? You're dead right. <laughs> <laughs> Press onward and upwards. See, I don't have to be angry to be strong. Yes. I got well, it? Thank you very much. All right. The foundation of human understanding teaches an observation exercise, often called meditation, which permits you to become objective toward your problems and allows your heartaches, bad habits, fears, and anxieties to be completely eliminated from your life without effort on your part. Until you have begun to practice this exercise, much of what you see and hear on the following program may be shocking and upsetting to you. But if you will listen calmly and with an open mind, you may discover the key to the peace of mind and joy for which you've been searching all of your life. And now from the foundation of human understanding, here is Roy Masters. Margaret, hello. Roy Masters here. Oh, thank you for answering my call, Roy. Okay. Yes, good evening. Good I, evening. I've uh, learned a lot uh, about myself through your program. Good, uh, good. The uh, other night you were talking about how a weak woman uh, wants to draw a man into his own weakness, and I found out it, 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 I found out a wonderful truth that I'm thinking I think basically that I'm a good person, okay. but it's like um, there's there's something that in in me that needs to um, prove itself. Yes, and because I don't have the self the um, what do you call it? The, well, you're not uh, sure of you. You're not sure. You know, that's what you're not sure of yourself, and therefore yes. you get to keep proving it to yes. yourself. Yes. And you keep and you keep making the same mistake over and over again to do yes. it. Yes. And it doesn't really prove anything at all because it, no. because if you're not a real person and you get people, you convince people uh -huh. that you're real and you're good, uh -huh. 
but you, mm-hmm. but it's not re- not the real real goodness. That's Therefore, right. you have, and because you feel hollow, more and more hollow. You're just wasting your time, wasting yes. your substance, yes. trying to get people to believe in you. Yes. And it works for a little bit, but it's it becomes an addiction. Yes, it does. It can become, I understand that. Yeah, I wanted to thank you for that, and then yeah. and then I have. And another... You don't have to do that anymore. No, I don't. It's better to feel the pain of your yes. own inadequacy, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is. It's more honest. Yes. And and if you, it, I think that the awareness that I have about myself will help me to improve myself. Well, the very awareness of the pain and the, the, the wisdom, the, 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 the innate knowing, the magical knowing that kind of knows that, no, I, I don't need that drink. No, I don't need to make that phone call and, and uh, you know, and uh, get, go on a date. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have to do this or that. Don't get, go study and learn something to so I think I'm a better person because yes. things are getting dry now the yes. more you learn the more dry it becomes mm-hmm. you know all the things you do to make yourself a better person always mm-hmm. become dry and there's a dead end to it and mm-hmm. if you know that once you understand that and you you, you resist the next impulse to fill yourself that way mm-hmm. with friendship and going out and doing things and stuffing yourself with food whatever it might be mm-hmm. the minute you, you stop that impulse and let the pain of reality catch up with you, somehow all that anxiety starts to, first of all, it gets worse, then it starts to melt away, and you feel whole. Mm-hmm. Follow? Yes. That's magical. Thank you. That's all you have to do. I had one other situation that I wanted to, to talk about. Very quickly, then. Okay, I'll, be, I'll do it real fast. Um, I had a lot of electroshock treatments when I was 21. Oh, dear. And was considered a hopeless schizophrenic. Yes. And uh, my mother's in, uh, like, uh, at the motion picture uh, health, health and welfare hospital. Yes. And she's in a wheelchair. And um, I take care of her clothes and go shopping at the Salvation Army and get things mm-hmm. for her and take them out there. Mm-hmm. But a situation has developed uh, of, First of all, let me explain that um, as a person that's been told to get away from her mother all her life, I rejected that. And I said, my mother, if I consider her a mother and I make expectations on her, then I can't can't, um, overcome resentment. But if I figured that she was a person before she became a mother and I don't understand what shaped her life, then I need to accept her as a person, as herself. Uh, let me see if I let me see if I understand this. Yes. In other words, uh, somehow uh, playing the mother role, she obligated you. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. And you kind of rebelled against it. Yes. At first. Yes. And and you felt you feel in, uh, uncomfortable with that, in, ah. insecure about that. But you are yes. still an uncom you feel an uncomfortable compulsion to serve her, but you did not not ha- know how to serve her without serving something of yourself to her. Yes. Is that right? Yes. And so this is a problem to you. Now you're becoming more now you're becoming more mature. You're beginning to wake up. You're saying, I forget this my mother is manipulating me to yes. enslave me to her, yes. which was a problem to me. After all, yes. she was my mother, but yes. I did not know how to serve her with love. I served her only with compulsion and that did harm to me. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Okay, it made me feel uncomfortable, like I'm not worthy enough. Yes. The more you served her, the more less worthy you became. Yes. Until you didn't want to serve her anymore. Right? Yes. Okay. But now you're becoming mature, and you know that somehow she did something to you that made you behave that way, 
but now you're more mature. You don't have to function out of anger and compulsion, resentment yeah. and guilt, resentment. You know, when you were resentful, you said, look, you said you're a good person, and I believe that. And what happens to the goodness in you, that resentment, that the obligation that your mother put on you when you were younger um, because of her own, e own weakness and need for you, follow that, mm -hmm. enslaved you. And so you responded to that, and that natural goodness in you got tainted by resentment and guilt. Mm -hmm. So it was the guilt that, ma that made you want to help your mother, but at the same time feel um, a loss of yourself mm -hmm. in the process. Am I correct? Yes. All right. Now, once you give up, once you become mature as you're becoming, that resentment goes away, and you see yourself as a, as a woman, as a mother, as a person that needs love. She is yes. your mother too, yes. but you're beginning to now to love her because out of freedom to love. Yes. This is noble. Yes. This will be good for you. You'll become a whole person doing that. Yes. But you won't become a whole person enslaved to that no. call. Follow that? Yes. All right. Got a rush now. Okay. I really appreciate your help, Roy. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're growing up fine. And those electric shock treatments haven't damaged you that much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. We're going to go to Patricio in Austin, Texas. Hello. 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 This is Roy Masters. How are you? Okay, it's nice to hear your voice again. Thank you. I got your meditation um, tape. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's like a shot of dorsing. Uh, like, kind of like a, you know, like a drug or something. Does it give you a, a feeling of, of awareness? Do you feel like a little distant from yourself? Is that what you're talking about? Like you've had a shot of brandy or something? No, not, not, not a shot of brandy. How does it brandy. affect you? It feels okay. like I want to move a lot. I want to move, do, do things a lot. It, it gives you motivation? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Uh, how is that a problem? It's not a problem. Oh, good. <laughs> In other words, you didn't have motivation before? You didn't have much motivation? No, I was just lonely you know, by, by, by myself, you know. Well, let me ask you, uh, is it helping you, you think? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it helps me a lot. Yeah, it makes me... Uh, uh, I see things different. I see uh, people. Yes, yes. The, I see it's... people, and uh, uh, when I when I go to downtown or I go to the the church that I go to, uh, I talk to my mom. Uh, uh, once in a while, uh, I get a flash of a lightning. I said, um, you know, I, I start to see, you know, oh, okay, I understand. In other words, you're seeing things about people that you've never seen before. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's fine. I I, I listen. I. You call me another day because you're not really asking me a question. I'm just confirming that's the way to go. That's yeah, what but, happens. But my, 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 my real question is, my, my, my real problem uh, uh, that I have right now okay, is on touching things. You what? On touching things. I have a compulsion disorder. Oh, you, what, what, what do you touch? I touch the kitchen sink. I touch the, the restroom um Think in the non doorknobs. What is the thought? What is the thought that the thought? you? Is there no thought? It's just silly. You just uh, do it. What is the idea behind it? The idea. What, uh, what is the idea about touch it? What 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 tells I'm, I'm you? I'm afraid. If, afraid if, of what? I, if I let go of the thought that I might I might I might cause something to happen. In other words, if you don't do it, it's like a superstition. If you if you don't touch the sink or whatever it is that you're compelled to touch, you know, I'm something awful like, something okay. awful is going to happen, right? Yeah, but uh, let, let me explain. Um, let's say, okay, I want I want I want I want to describe to you what the, the situation. 
I go to the sink. I will wash my hands. Mm -hmm. And just before I'm going to um, leave, you know, just I'm going to close the sink, you know, close yeah. the, the water off. And I can't, I can't leave unless I get the right thought. And if I don't get the right thought, uh, I have to... What is the right thought? The right thought is, is a, you know, a good thought, you know. Just, just a good thought and then I just leave. It's almost like something is undone. Yeah. Some, uh, hold a second. Hey, look, you're an interesting fellow, and you're having a little time expressing yourself, but I can, I can live with that, and so can my audience. We're going to take you after the break. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. You can reach Roy at 1-800-866-8883. That's 1-800-866-8883. Are you suffering with PTSD after being in the military? You should see what people are saying about Roy Masters online. In my experience as a commander who mobilized and returned thousands of wartime veterans, I have seen soldiers make rapid improvement through the use of Be Still and Know. Major General George R. Harris. Google Roy Masters PTSD. You'll see what I mean. The Be Still and Know exercise works for me. It calms my soul, enhances my thinking, and improves my emotional regulation. I'm thankful to be a more resilient chaplain. Lieutenant Colonel Philip Pringle, Southern Baptist. Go online and Google Roy Masters now. You'll be amazed at what you find. I must say on the basis of 20 years' experience that the application of this exercise has made a significant contribution to the treatment of the great majority of those who have used it. Dr. George Hader, diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. You need to see what people have to say about Roy Masters online, on your computer, tablet, or even your smartphone. Go online and search for Roy Masters PTSD Military. You'll be glad you did. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. It may seem that there's nothing you can do about stress, but you can instantly have more control than you might think. Roy Masters shows you how to conquer stress by taking charge of your thoughts, emotions, anxieties, and changing the way you react to problems. Do you realize that every time you think a negative thought, your body reacts as if it were in the grip of an actual tension-filled situation? Well, there is an antidote. Download the ebook The Secret Power of Words by Roy Masters on Kindle and Amazon.com. William Wolfe says this book is perhaps the single most dynamic weapon available to counter the tremendously destructive influences of the raging cultural revolution sweeping the world. Download the ebook now at Amazon.com or read the ebook Meaning and Happiness Overcoming Stress, Fear, and Pain. Download at Amazon.com on Kindle. In fact, there are many more titles by Roy Masters available for instant download right now at Amazon.com. Just search Roy Masters on Kindle and Amazon.com to positively change your life right now.
What's on your mind? Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Patricio, let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. Your problem is childishly simple. How would you like to get better right away? You want to get better from this? Yes. Well, you want to hang on to it? Well, the thing is, I'm afraid of, of letting go. Why? Because it's like an accident. If, if, I, if I let go, I'm afraid of get, have, having an accident. Something bad will happen. Yeah. You know, like, it's like... You're going to be punished. Letting go and, and, let, and let, let things happen uh, naturally, like, like you said sometimes. Yeah, it's almost and, like... And if, if I do let it happen naturally, I, I might I'm end up having an accident. And you know, I, it, that's what I'm afraid of, but I, I don't want that to happen. I know that, but but the point is, it's just because you have a belief system that's corrupted. And I'll show you what it is. Are you ready for this? Okay. Sit quietly now okay. and just listen. Have you ever had, when you were, how old are you now? How old are you? I'm 43. Okay, and how long have you been like this? Always. Always? Ever yeah. since you were a little boy? Yeah. And but, do you remember? Uh, do you remember when it first started? Who who mistreated you? I can't remember. You? But I think I always was like that. Okay. Now, but you can get over it very quickly if you just understand the principle. Okay. All right. Now, but first of all, I know that I, a lot of people will relate to what I'm about to say because I want to help other people listening to the program, not just you. I know. But I want to ask you a question. Have you ever? Do you remember? Um, we're talking about doorknobs now. Uh, yeah. So you're leaving your house. Mm -hmm. And you lock the door, right. right? You do that sometimes, right? Yeah. All right. And then you go downstairs, and all of a sudden the thought strikes you, but you didn't lock the door. Right. So a funny feeling says you've got to go back and make sure that you lock the door, right? Yeah. And when you go back, the door was locked. So you know it's locked. So you try the door, and it's locked. Really try it, and this time you want to be conscious of what you're doing. So now you know it's locked, right? Yeah. So you go downstairs and you get in your car, or if you, I don't know if you drive or not, but then you, you're 10 miles away and all of a sudden the thought strikes you again. But you really didn't lock the door. And you know, it's just almost like it drives you crazy. I mean, but I know somehow, even though you did it, you still doubt that you did it and that you've got to go back because if you don't go back and check the door, if indeed it is open and you really thought you did it when you didn't, something, somebody might break into your house. So you give him into it again, you drive all the way back, go to the door, and indeed the door's locked, you try it, you open it, you close it, you make sure, you're absolutely sure that you did it. You, you'd even talk to yourself, now I really locked the door. So you're on the train, you know, 100 miles away, and something says, but you really didn't lock the door. You see? Now what you're dealing with is the serpent in the Garden of Eden, the same serpent that make Adam doubt what was right is in all of us. Every person listening to this program has had that experience. You gave way to it. I've had it. I remember that the first time it happened. I was 14. It's very scary, though. No, listen to how, what I, how I did it. I mean, I still have it every now and then, but I let it pass. It, it hardly ever happens anymore. There's always certain doubts and pressures in life that make you doubt. You can't give way to those doubts. Once you start give way to those doubts, you're finished. And so you alone have faith. You start to believing what the doubt voice says to you. But you really didn't lock the door. You know damn well you did. How comes you, you, you doubt 
what you know you did. You're fully conscious, but there's something, something that makes you doubt what you know. That's your subservience to evil. That is a dangerous course in life, just the opposite. But it makes you think the opposite. It gives you a security. It gives you a false sense of security by obeying it. And, and of course, it's creating a greater insecurity because the more you obey it, the, 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 the less power you have over it. And so all you are is all it comes from obeying it, submitting to it, going along with it, getting the, the sick security offers you. It's a sick security. There's no security in it at all. It's the only security you got. It's a sick security of drinking and smoking and taking drugs. It all does the same thing. The more security you get from whatever it is you do that you think gives you security that will give you a sort of a lucky charm and make keep bad things from happening, the more bad things will happen. The more you fear that bad things are, the more it has the power to tell you that bad things happen, even though, and they will, because you've lost your way by that time. So... How, how about the... Um... But it's, it's totally irrational. What it is... It doesn't have any foundation of being, except it is rational. I know it has no foundation of being. No, no, it no. Has, but, but it has one foundation that, that there's one foundation I want to share with you. Okay. I should say, except this one, okay. that whenever you are angry, listen carefully. Since you are a little boy, you have been made to be weak and be uh, intimidated by your, your family life. Intimidated in school, intimidated by your parents, intimidated by teachers. Intim you could you can add them all up. And every time you're in intimidated, that's you become upset. Yeah. And this is what upset does. It makes you doubt yourself. It connects you emotionally to the world and the spirit of this world. It connects you emotionally. The the people who intimidate you have that spirit that you hear talking to you. But, you know, you didn't really lock the door. Can I, can I say something? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the movie stars, when, yeah. you, when, you, touch, when you touch an item from, from those movie stars, you get a uh, glamour, right? Yes. Okay, the same thing with uh, something bad, like me. Like, if I touch something, I'm afraid, like, oh, I want to catch a disease or something I know, like that. That's, I know that's, it's a superstition. Um, I know it's a superstition that you're going to be protected. Yeah. It, but it, but you're not. You're becoming weaker and weaker, and you're going to die from it. Yeah. And not only that, you're going to die and go to hell from it. Yeah. yeah because but, you're dealing with an you're dealing with an intelligence. This is no ordinary illness. This is not an illness. Drugs can cure. Yeah. This only faith can cure it. And this is what I did. I recognized that when I was a young boy. I got on my bicycle one day and I locked the door and I went downstairs and to get on my bicycle to drive, to uh, ride 10 miles to work uh, in a bit of cold and <laughs> the snow and the sleet. And something says, but you didn't lock the door. I said, oh, well, I'll go back and check it. And when I checked it, I knew it you was know, locked. And so I went downstairs and got on my bike. I was five miles away. Somebody says, but you really didn't lock the door. I knew intuitively what, who I was dealing with. I said, screw you. The door can be whatever it was. I know it's locked. And I drove on. And had I not done that, I'd have your condition. Except I was strong. And I was strong because I was a resilient young man. 
uh, I was really, I, had, I don't know why I have this in ability. I had it all my life that made me different from other people who have their drugs and alcohol and all have the other crutches. Like, that's a crutch. And m m the difference between me and the other kids and the members of my family is I wasn't, even, I wasn't easily intimidated. As a matter of fact, I don't ever remember being intimidated in my life until I got married. And then I lost it for a few weeks, found it again. I knew what it was I lost. I had it. I've always had it all my life. But the minute I start to get intimidated, I start to doubt myself. I start to be afraid and trust that voice. You're going to have to learn to give up your rage. And the minute you do that, when that's the first thing you do, because that is a great sin. Hostility, resentment, anger, hurt feelings, anger towards other people. This is your real problem. This is what makes you doubt. This is what disconnects you from reality and, and makes you fall from grace and makes you subject to those absurd voices. That's what it is. There's, no, there's nothing psychiatric about it. It is you're dealing with evil. Okay, I'm going to go now. Um, get my cassettes, by the way, and they'll help you overcome that resentment and help you become a whole person. Uh, the cassettes are only the cassette won't cure anybody. The cassettes themselves is only a roadmap, if you're willing to follow it, back to that sovereignty, to where love exists, scintillating in the darkness called conscience. Once you're joined with your conscience, and it isn't not in conflict with your conscience, you become one with it. You will live by faith, and you're always dealing with things that try to make you doubt till the day you die. But it will not have you, its way with you. Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com slash donate. That's fhu.com slash donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort 
and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. It's time to face the facts. If you don't conquer stress, stress will conquer you. Dr. George Hader, psychiatrist and diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. It's the only approach that I've ever seen in the whole field of psychology which allows you to become independent, which doesn't just set you up to take the next course in whatever type of psychology that you may be studying. It truly teaches you how to understand yourself and make decisions on your own and gradually grow as a person, become more confident and more effective. Be still and know. Visit FHU.com and download the concentration exercise entitled Be Still and Know. Be Still and Know is rooted in ancient biblical principles that help you fight those unseen forces that up until now you have not understood. Visit FHU.com or call 1-800-877-3227. Be Still and Know and begin a new life free of fear, worry, and struggle. Untold thousands have acquired helpful insight into their lives through help from the Foundation of Human Understanding. Your donations and continued patronage allow us to continue our work to improve the human condition. Through our radio extension of Advice Line with Roy Masters and our website at FHU.com, we will continue to offer answers to the tough questions that life presents. Great inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation. Roy Masters offers his meditation exercise titled Be Still and Know on the Foundation's website, FHU.com. Now you can release the binds that tie you, learn to break those unhealthy addictions, overcome anger, rage, and insecurity. It all begins with a proper mindset. The Foundation website offers you the gateway to a more meaningful existence. Inner peace can be discovered through the practice of meditation titled Be Still and Know at FHU.com. You can also call the Foundation Monday through Friday at 1-800-877-3227. That's 1-800-877-3227. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Now, Paul in Philadelphia, hello. Hello, Roy. Uh, I've listened to you many, many times, and I've uh, gleaned a lot of wisdom from what uh, you've said. And uh, I just wanted to take some solace in talking to you right now. All right. Um, I'm drowning in depression, basically. I'm I'm one step from where that last caller is. Uh, I've threatened, you know, to, to take my life, and, and recently I've been verbalizing it to my wife, and uh, she's not much consolation. Mm-hmm. Uh, she pretty much feels you know do what you have to do. Uh, yeah, well that's not. And uh, I'm, I'm really reaching out for for someone to to say, hey, you're worth it. Stop, you know, and and it's not coming. Well, oh, oh, I want you to know. I mean, you shouldn't. You, listen, you shouldn't be worth reaching out for someone to say worth it because. Because even if people will sort of pump you up and say, well, Paul, you're a really wonderful fellow, it's all short-lived. It isn't real. Just, oh, because, just, because, just because someone tells you you're wonderful doesn't make it so. I know in it's my not heart real. that it's I'm not worth real. it. You I, are, of course you are. I know that I'm worth it, but, but I'm tired. But, but what's, taking, what's, giving, what's eroding that natural knowing of, of confidence and exuberance and self? What's taking that away? I'm worn out. What, worn out from what? Well, let me, let me begin at the beginning. You know, I can tell you if you like. Let me just give you a synopsis and, and, and 
I'll let you go from there. Um, As briefly as I can, um, my father died when I was six. I'm 54. Yes. He died in 1948 of cancer. Uh, Within a year, my mother placed me in an orphanage. Yes. She placed my brother, six years older, in a reform school. Yes. She placed my sister in a foster home. Yes. Okay. So you're, any, lo- so you're looking for the love of your mother. Always, always have yeah, love. And, and, that's your, and, that's, that and that's your problem with women. I've acknowledged that many, many, many years did, ago. Did you acknowledge that that's your problem with women? Oh, yes. Yeah, women want a man, not a mother. They don't want to be a mother to you. Very definitely. See, and then you're turning her into a mother and she's rejecting you. And I she's, understand. She's resenting you for that because she wants some love from you. I never forgave my mother. Uh, she died in uh, November of '89. We never resolved any of the issues. I hated her for many years, but this is as well as loved her. But this is how it expresses itself: it's a hate-love relationship. You have the same relationship with your wife. Very definitely. Hate, the more you hate her, the more empty you feel. The reason our marriage was made in hell is she. She comes from a. She, she was born in Warsaw. But listen to me now, before you know any go any further, because we only have a little while, and I want to help you as much as I can. The reason why you have a love-hate relationship is it's a transference of your relationship with your mother to your wife. Oh, I know and, that. Now, but the point is, I want to tell you where your depression is coming from. It's coming from hate. It's the unforgiveness. The resentment is an ego elixir. Except Who am I heading now? Your wife. Your, your problem is now transference of the wrong relationship you had with your mother. You hated your mother for what she did to you. She should have been there for you. She wasn't. She should have loved you, but she didn't have any love to give, or whatever the reason was. Uh, maybe she was too poor. Maybe she was. Maybe she was mentally ill. You know, like yourself. But she couldn't. So your hate has trans made you ill. Your hatred has made you ill. I know that. And 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 the, but the funny thing about hating someone, there's a strange craving for the thing you love, to, to love you. But then it. So you try to make the thing that you hate to love you, and if it does, you're damned if it does because if it loves you, you become dependent. And and if it doesn't love you, you have more hate. And if you have more hate, you have more emptiness, and you have more depression. You have more, much of that hate is turned into yourself because after a while, there is no love because all you do is drive the the, the one that could love you and respect you away from you. But it's your hate that's that's driving this need. The more, if you can just drop the anger, if you can learn to forgive your mother and, and understand the position you're putting your wife in, you're setting her up to fail. Oh, I know, you're, but you're on, on an intellectual to... basis, I've forgven my mother a thousand times no, for haven't. a thousand years. No, you haven't, though. That's Intellectually. But, but, but you, As a child, I have not. As a child, you have not. And so exactly. you've got to do it deep. It's got to be done deeply. Do you have my cassette? No, I just... Uh, oh, I just please, called. please, please, please. Oh, that's right. You, I the meditation cassette. Yeah. Listen, be sensible. Be patient. Uh, tell them to send it off overnight. See, I've I've been I've been the psychology route. I was in an institution in 1960, which makes uh, the cuckoo's neck look like a picnic. I, I I've been there. Yeah, I know, but I'm not going to put you through that. I want to teach you how to reach your own subconscious, how to reach, and and to, and to, in a manner of speaking, to put it in simple jargon, to deprogram yourself. How do I exercise hate that has been there for 45 and, years? And that's what I'm going to teach you to do. Exactly what I'm going to teach you to do. And that's why I want you to call the office. I go to church, I get no, no solace. No, no, you won't get it there. Call the office and ask well, them to send it overnight. Well, I, I, I did ask for it. I didn't say overnight. Overnight, because it take, I, I don't want you to spend any more time in this misery than you have to. That's all I can tell you, because we're going off the air now. I thank you. You're very welcome. God bless you. What's on your mind? Call Roy at one 800 866 
8883. Hi, this is David Masters. For over 50 years, my dad, Roy Masters, has been helping people who could never be cured by conventional means. As a matter of fact, so many lives have been affected that without him, the world would be a different place. But what about you? Has your life been affected? Has your life changed for the better? Have your family relationships and your work environment changed for the better? My dad has a difficult time asking people for help, so I'm happy to do it for him. Please make a contribution to the Foundation of Human Understanding at FHU.com or write to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Soldiers coming back from the battlefield will appreciate your donation because they will get the coping strategies provided by Roy Masters for free to keep them from committing suicide. In this radio program, every program you hear is supported by you, the listener. Go to FHU.com and make a contribution or write to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Are you struggling with a sexual problem? You need to read Roy Masters' book, Understanding Sexuality. In Roy Masters' book, he says, The great white father of psychiatry, Sigmund Freud, came very close to basic truth, but before he had quite reached it, he veered off into the outer reaches of scientific confusion. If only he had been able to view the facts that his searching mind uncovered by the light of spiritual discernment, he might have discovered the truth about man's nature. He might have discovered, for instance, that the sex drive in man is somehow linked with and blossoms from a traumatic experience with a parent long forgotten, of course, but nonetheless there at the core of his being, surrounded and hidden by the concentric growth rings of subsequent traumatic experience that have binded him to the original violation of his human identity. It's Understanding Sexuality by Roy Masters. Go to FHU.com, FHU.com, or call 1-800-877-3227, or write to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon, 97528. Stress does not have to inhibit your progress in life any longer. Because now there's the Cure Stress app. According to Dr. Richard Titus, Cure Stress is a calming technique unlike anything you've ever tried. Ron Carlson, Ph.D., said it contains in the practice the seeds to freeing us from our bondage and slavery to compulsive thoughts and negative emotions. What's on the Cure Stress app? A quick seven-minute audio guides the listener through the technique. George M. Hader, M.D., says it's the only approach I have ever seen in the whole field of psychology which allows you to become independent, competent, and effective. Go to CureStressApp.com. Stress does not have the power that it had before. Cure Stress is available on the App Store and Google Play for free. If you don't control stress, stress will control you. Free yourself from negative emotions. Go to CureStressApp.com right now. Endorsed by healthcare professionals and used since 1960, this free app contains guided audio programs at CureStressApp.com. Feel free again. Go to CureStressApp.com right now. What's on your mind? Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Ron? Hello, Ron. Hello, Mr. Masters. How are you doing, old boy? Oh, fine, thank you. Yourself? Yourself? Very well, thank you. What can I do for you? Well, uh, I recently got out of prison, and I've been reading your books for the last couple of years. I called Lorraine, and uh, I guess she called you and and, uh, invited me to call your show. Absolutely. I was a little bit hesitant, but maybe my experience... No, I want to hear from you. Well, uh, I, I really appreciate...
appreciated your your writings, and uh, they seem to have helped me a lot. As far as I'm a much more patient person, much more tolerant than I was. I think at least people comment. So well, hard to see you changing yourself. Oh, oh no, no, the the changes may be more difficult to see in yourself. You just you you the only thing you're going to notice is that life is you're doing better in life and things are you know improving and you can't understand why anymore that you can understand why everything was going wrong before. Well, uh, you know, I, I was brought up uh, in a Christian environment, and uh, the reality of, of, of letting God do things for you is, is hard to kind of accept you. But it is. It, it's, it's real, I know. It's, is it more real for you now? Oh, uh, I've been in and, out, in and out of prison a few times in the last 10 years. and Have you? Every time when I get out, it was just kind of me trying to run my own life, and now it's more a process of just doing what was presented to do every day, and things work out. You know? Yes, and and not overreacting to other people's wills uh, and cruelty. Well, Am I right about that? Yeah, I, I, that's become really easy for me. I, you know, I, see what prevents you. You just let me just now that I ha I have you, you know face to face so to speak where i couldn't talk to you like this before um when you got out of prison each time you entered into an environment of very cruel and willful people manipulative people people who have faults will never admit their faults try to make you think you're crazy for seeing they're crazy and a lot of confusing people in this world who don't know they're confusing but they're able to confuse others so they don't have to look at themselves and when you enter into this world of the wrong kind of people people who support you in your weakness the wrong kind of friends and everything the environment, the intimidation, the stimulation, the excitement of wrong, supportive excitement of wrong kinds of friends, it sort of draws you away from really being you and, and, and the unfolding purpose for which you were created. And now that you've learned, now you're beginning to learn not to be intimidated, not to be flattered. Not, you, see, you know what I mean? Those two, those two um, extremes, people telling you how wonderful you are and then picking your pockets. Well... And, uh... <laughs> Uh, I have a good example of that. The last time I was out, on, I was on parole. This time I'm not. But the last time, <clears throat> I went into a Christian uh, house, where, you know, for it's a halfway house drug and alcohol sure. related. <clears throat> and the guy that was running the place was uh, just, to me, just uh, uh, not a very nice man at all. And I stayed there for old nine or ten months, and by the end, uh, I truly resented this guy and, 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 you know, just didn't like him and, and it affected me and I wound up going back, back to, to drinking and wind up going back to crime and wind up going back to prison. There you go. There you go. You see and that. Uh, That's the hypocrites. Those are the hypocrites. Yeah. They'll do it to you every time. And something that's occurred to me lately is, is I'm living in another halfway house with surrounded by, you know, drug addicts and, and people trying to help them. Uh, I've seen, I've only been here two weeks, but I've probably seen 10 or 12 people come and go. And I can see the, the things they're doing. I did myself, but, but that person that did that seems like a, a stranger to me. I can't understand how I could have done those things, you know, and, and thought, just been that way. Uh, you know what I mean? I, well, yeah, because you're a new, Ron, it's because you're a new man. Now, I'll tell you something else since you brought the subject up. Now listen very carefully, and if you, if you have a piece of paper handy, write it down so that you never forget it.
Hi, this is David Masters, and I want to talk to you about supporting the work of my dad, Roy Masters. I think of the word gratitude, and I wonder how many of you have that sense or that feeling. The word actually means the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation, and to return kindness. When you support the foundation of human understanding, you're showing your gratitude. You're showing that you've been helped, and you're showing that that has value. Not only that, but you're thinking about future generations that will need to hear this message many years into the future. Remember, your donations are tax-deductible, and they go to supporting this work on the radio, in the prison ministry, and for the military. To donate online, go to www.fhu.com slash donate. That's fhu.com slash donate. Or through the mail to P.O. Box 1000, Grants Pass, Oregon 97528. Gratitude. It will make all the difference in your life. Discover an easy and simple drug-free antidote to overcome alcoholism, drugs, smoking, and other various addictions with a simple app, Discover Cure Stress. With the Cure Stress app, you can begin to walk away from addiction in just seven minutes. And this seven-minute technique is free on the Cure Stress app. Break the endless loop of negative thoughts. Improve how you interact with people at work or at home with the Cure Stress app. You can finally heal from past traumatic events or resolve relationship difficulties. It can even help you cope with post-traumatic stress disorder or PTSD. And it only takes seven minutes free with the Cure Stress app. Change your life without effort and in the comfort and privacy of your home in just seven minutes with the Cure Stress app. Free and available now on Apple App Store and Android Google Play. Finally, Cure Stress with the Cure Stress app. Are you suffering with PTSD after being in the military? You should see what people are saying about Roy Masters online. In my experience as a commander who mobilized and returned thousands of wartime veterans, I have seen soldiers make rapid improvement through the use of Be Still and Know. Major General George R. Harris. Google Roy Masters PTSD. You'll see what I mean. The Be Still and Know exercise works for me. It calms my soul, enhances my thinking, and improves my emotional regulation. I'm thankful to be a more resilient chaplain. Lieutenant Colonel Philip Pringle, Southern Baptist. Go online and Google Roy Masters now. You'll be amazed at what you find. I must say on the basis of 20 years' experience that the application of this exercise has made a significant contribution to the treatment of the great majority of those who have used it. Dr. George Hader, diplomat of the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology. You need to see what people have to say about Roy Masters online, on your computer, tablet, or even your smartphone. Go online and search for Roy Masters PTSD Military. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to Advice Line with Roy Masters. Call Roy at 1-800-866-8883. Run the moment you've come in contact with one of those hypocrites. See, the the key word here is Christian hypocrite. You've been brought up in a Christian hypocritical home life, obviously, right? And so when you meet another person like that in a halfway house supposed to help you, there's this wicked swine hiding behind the cloth, you know what I mean? pretending to be something he's not, and you can see it. And so that you resent, you started to get angry, resentful towards what you see hidden in him. He's got a he's got a nice, sweet, syrupy face. He, to everyone else, he's, you know, he's a, a, a God-fearing Christian or person. But to you, you see through it. You're a very perceptive person, and 
but you react to the wickedness that's hidden behind that mantle of of the facade of, of of sweetness and light, and that wickedness in him, the the criminal in him, jumps right into you. It jumps right inside you, programs you, and takes you on a, on a ride, on a wild ride, doing crime. So, so in our society, we have lots of criminals who are not really criminals. See, I can tell you, you are not a criminal. You're not a criminal at heart. You've been tricked. Your trouble is, well, it's not really a trouble, but your trouble before you understood how to use your awareness properly, you had too much awareness. You had a gift from God to see things. The trouble is you were punished by it. You were selected and confused because those people who are really wicked, who pretended to be something they're not, they were threatened by your perception and would always try to confuse you with their hypocrisy and with their preaching. Love God, love do this, do that. You know, love Jesus. And yet, you see what I mean? They, they hid behind that with their, and with their pretense and fakery. But you, but intimidated you, intimidated you, and and so that's why you went back to prison again. You you met up with one of those people who was supposed to be in charge of your well-being. Yeah, like one one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, as far as Christianity goes, uh, I've been around so much. You know, I read so much. Well, I've I read extensively in, in all the religions I could get you know literature on, but. Uh, I don't mind telling people, and I haven't for the last couple, three years, that I'm a Christian, and the, it doesn't, I, I can't express it like they most do. people do. It's just right. something I kind of sense more than, you know, there's there's no big, I never had any big blinding light hit me or, That's right. or, uh, or I'm not really able to articulate it very well to anybody, but. Don't need to. I can just. You're living. Most people know, you know, they, they, they acknowledge that. that I'm a pretty good guy, and that seems to be enough, you know. Yeah, well, there are good people that recognize the goodness in you because they have it too. And But I just want to make one parting shot with you, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. At the, the moment you allow it, listen carefully, this is, this is the linchpin. The moment you allow yourself, sooner or later, you're going to meet up with someone who is really going to do a number on you. And be prepared for that. And... Uh, um, the moment you allow yourself to be intimidated, that's why you must prepare yourself every morning with a little technique I'm teaching you, a little mm-hmm. meditation technique. Prepare yourself every morning to meet the day so that you always have this state of mind which when it meets the pressures of life and the cruelties, it is not penetrated and, and it's not penetrated by virtue of the fact that you are patient and calm and not, in, not upset, resentful in the presence of those kinds of people. That you hold your ground, you hold your peace. That's all you need to do. You don't have to fight with them. You don't have to argue them. Just look at them and see them for what they are. And you don't have to be angry or fight them back. Because there's something in you, the God in you, will do the battle for you. There's nothing for you to do. Just be the conduit for the war that's going to go on between you and that person. See? And that person will come into conflict, come into contact with something in you that is greater than what is in them. And one of two things will happen. They'll self-destruct. The very behavior they try to produce in you will come out in them, and everybody will see that they're the criminal and not you, or they will become converted. They'll have respect for the good that's in you because someone did a number on them, and they are playing that role. And they've never met a person in their life that, like yourself that could make them aware of it with love. Follow that? 
Yeah, uh, as far as uh, the exercise, the meditation exercise, I've been uh, fairly consistent. I mean, every day. Be, be very up, consistent. Be very consistent. It's, it's the length of time. I, in the morning, I rarely spend 20 minutes. If I spend a few minutes or 10 minutes, it's... Uh, Listen, do yourself a favor. Make sure you spend the full 20 minutes sitting there. Get up early. It, it, it's worth its weight in diamonds. I've got to move on. And I, listen, um, give my regards to your wife. God bless you. Hello, Mark. How are you doing, old boy? Hi. Uh, thanks. Ask one tell about um, what is the true conscious and not a uh, dogmatic type of um, your own thoughts or emotions. Yeah, well, that's a good question. I, I, remember, I remember being about seven or eight years old. I wanted to ask something about life. And this voice comes back to me, my own voice, and tells me the answer. I thought to myself, how ridiculous. That's me, and I knew that already, and that's not the answer. <laughs> you see, I was young enough and realized that by the inner light that I had, I could see something that was lurking in my subconscious was rising as if it was conscience, you know, mm -hmm. informing in me, leading me that I should trust it. And I thought it was ridiculous. It was an experience. I never forgot it. And so this is a difficult question to answer. There's a purity of longing. I don't know how to give this to a person. I think you have it already. I'm almost sure you do because you're asking the right questions. And, okay. and basically you kind of know already that there's a certain part of you that isn't, it's deceiving you. You're able to observe it to some degree, even though you're not able to control it. Right, Correct? but it's cloudy. It's cloudy and I would, yeah. there's some, yeah. sometimes I say, Oh, I just don't know. This could be my emotion. It could be something. That's right. Very good. In other words, you begin to see you don't really know the answer. You don't immediately trust the impulse of thought that rises and says right. this is but, the... But you see, you That's address... Very good. That's very good. But how am I to make a commitment to God when I don't know if it's my emotion? Ah, see, that's a call, what I call a wait-and-see attitude. I have those thoughts rising to me sometimes when I'm under pressure and I've got to make a decision. Well, the first thing I do is learn to deal with pressure. And then all of a sudden, the need to make the decision goes away. And then the thoughts that compel me to make that decision, which looked like the right one on the time because it was pressure, that goes away too. And all of a sudden, I find that I didn't have to make any decision because it worked itself out anyway. It's because I love you most of all. 